The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Okay, 2.35 on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. And yeah, it has been issued just as we were going to break. It was interesting. Uh, we had mentioned that Calgary is one of the, uh, uh, the last uh, North American cities to be still in the race for the 2026 Olympics. That would be great. You mentioned yeah. uh, just as we were going to news that with the time difference, and that's the thing, I'm, I'm not 100% sure what I'm watching, uh, yeah. what I'm watching or when it took place or... Um, whatever. And in the morning, you want to avoid Googling uh, uh, metal counts because it will (laughs) tell you how it turned out, right? Uh, Yeah, so um, the... The USOC has ruled out the possibility of bringing the Olympics to Salt Lake City, Denver, or Reno in 2026 because it's two years before the summer games return to the U.S. and L.A. So, um, yeah, so apparently Calgary remains part of the uh, dialogue for 2026 along with uh, Scion, Switzerland, Sapporo, uh, Japan, and Stockholm, Sweden. Mm. So um, the Calgary mayor and a delegation have been in uh, Pyeongchang right now um, checking things out, seeing how things are going, and uh, we should see. What do you think about that? And I know they've talked about maybe, you know, Edmonton was doing, you know, a, joint doing bid. A, a joint yeah. bid. What do, you, what do you think about that? Is, is, are the Olympics just a, are they a money maker or are they money drain? <laughs> Depends on which city I'm guessing that you're asking. I'm going to say a lot of them are... Yeah, it feels like, I mean, it feels like my personal memory of most Olympics is that uh, the cost overrides and mm-hmm. runs and whatever. Um, the difference is, of course, the country hosting it tends to do better in those Olympics because they're able to invite more of their athletes, right? Plus, they get to pick the exhibition sports. So there's things like yeah. that that are beneficial. They leave behind facilities that can be used uh, for athletes for years to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as a joint bid goes, it's not that unusual, really. When you think about um, the Calgary, the 88 Calgary Olympics, they were not all held in Calgary. A lot of those uh, events were held in the mountains. And so, uh, you know, it's not that unusual. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's a good idea. I, you know, I, from the perspective of cost sharing as well, it's probably a good idea. Eight but your, your question is, is it worth it, period? Yeah, is it right? worth it? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, well, we'll go from one uh, game to another game. It's day four of the world's longest hockey game out at Sakers Acres. 40 players and 800 volunteers braving the harsh elements over the weekend in their quest to raise money for the Alberta Cancer Foundation. We're going to check in with uh, one of the participants. Uh, Joe, Is it Joni? Uni. Niemann? Uni. Uni? Hey, how do you say your name? Oh, uh, Yoni. 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 Niemann. Niemann. Hi, Jalen. Hi, Andrew. Hi. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing today? Uh, Probably better than you. I I walked from the car to the station just a moment ago, and I was hit with... I thought first of how cold it was, and then I thought of you guys. So just how cold has this been? Uh, It was last night. I think with wind chill, it got to about minus 40. Yikes. Yeah, and uh, like some of the guys were wearing uh, ski masks or (laughs) ski ski glasses. The wind was so hard. Now, how many times... Sorry, go ahead. 
And I told one guy that I look like Jean-Claude Killy, and he said, who? <laughs> I'm, I'm the oldest guy here. They don't know. <laughs> 1960s French Alpine. How, how, how do you not know? <laughs> how many of these uh, have you played in? Uh, this is, I played all of them. Uh, this is my sixth one, and, uh, and I played the baseball, too. And the baseball as well, so right from the <laughs> yeah. beginning. And, you know, yeah. you, you, I, I always find it hard to believe that you guys keep coming back to and do this because, you know, the, the, the elements, the cold, the, the toll on the body. What makes you keep coming back? Well, never mind our bodies. It's all the good that these things do. Like, we never, ever expected that, you know, like we've been able to buy uh, machines and uh, and things for uh, the Cross Cancer Institute that helped a lot of kids and a lot of people. So, for so, yeah, sure, who cares about our bodies. <laughs> you, okay. you know what? One thing I always wanted to ask, and, and neither of the questions I have for you are criticisms, but I'm just honestly curious. Um, when I watch video, and a number of people come down, cheer you on at different times during the day, and they, they uh, put video up on social media, and, and again, not a criticism at all. It's The, the game is a very slow-paced game, I, I, but I would imagine oh, yeah. it, it has to be, I suppose, right? I mean, you're tired, it's oh, yeah. cold, but it is a very... I mean, do you still consider it a hockey game? Uh, you know. uh, yes. Oh, yeah. But the, well, the thing—that's the whole point of it. Uh, it's really not about hockey. And then, like, we're just a bunch of regular guys who own equipment. <laughs> there's, uh, there, <laughs> there's one guy. One guy here who got drafted by the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, and I like they, I think they made the right choice. <laughs> but but then there's guys who don't play much, and, and you can tell. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, um, I yeah. heard I heard that there was someone actually playing with some broken ribs. Yeah, that's my line mate, uh, Randy. I, I don't, we're not sure. I th- he might be okay. He's playing right now. Oh, okay. He him off for 24 hours. He fell on someone's skate. Oof. Oh. Was, somebody fell on on his uh, knees and fell on the skate and. Uh, oh, so this was Randy's this was an injury that took place this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple oh. of days ago, so they took him away for 24 hours to, to watch him and. Uh, I thought he was just being lazy. And, uh, <laughs> and he said, no, I, I think I cracked my ribs. <laughs> so, but Randy played last night. He actually, he told me that I'm one of his very good friends. And it was so cold, he had a, he has got a, I don't know if I can say this on the radio, but he had a bottle of Jameson and we both had a little sip. Oh, oh I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to fault you for that, no. for sure. I'm, you know, that was the other question I really wanted to ask. And again, not a, you know, a judgment or criticism. Yeah. You must have new people that sign up. And new people... There's a few, yeah. And, and do they? Does anyone ever quit? I mean, does anyone ever go? You know what? This is I just too hard. It. No, the the reason being that uh, everybody in this game has had a loved one or, or a close one touched by cancer, and they've seen how, how they suffer. And uh, this is nothing compared to that. All these blisters and whatever else you might get hit by a buck or whatever, <laughs> those will heal. You know? What? How long are your shifts that you're playing right now? Four hours. Uh, right now, I'm playing three hours. There's three hours, four hours, and then you go to the. You, we have, we're taking care of like first class. There's massage therapists. And, yeah, and that, everything else, and and then the food everywhere. And just uh, amazing nice, volunteers. And so you play three hours, maybe four, sixty minute periods. Get ten minutes zamboni break. Then you go off and get your treatments and showers and finish yoga, and, and then you uh, <laughs> go sleep a little bit and come back. And, and then, somebody gets hurt. What's the recovery time like this? You say you've done six of them. What's the recovery period of time afterwards? Ah, uh, you probably, if you do, if you don't get hurt, bad, um, 
I'd say you really like your naps for a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Your feet must be awfully sore for a good week or two afterwards. Um, My gosh. I've done it so many times. I've got special skates that... Uh, they have good foam and they're big skates, so I'm, I'm good. My feet are fine. Hey, question for you. What's it like? You know, I know you get uh, some good crowds out there and people going out to Sakers Acres to check it out and cheer you guys on. Yeah. But, at, you know, in the middle of the night, maybe when it's, you know, 2, 3 in the morning and it's it's nothing out there but the sound of the puck and the, the blades on the on the ice, you know, what, what is that like? Oh, it, it depends. There's, but there's always some guys who kind of keep the thing fun and, but yeah, it can be quite hard uh, getting through the night, like like last night. Yeah, but I then, bet. then again, sometimes you get people, and there's some stories that will, you know, like we had somebody, Brent was Brent Hake was telling the story that one night, one night in a previous game at two thirty, this lady comes here, and uh, Brent's kind of like, oh hi, uh, what, what are you doing here? And she said, uh, my husband just passed away at the cross, and I mm. had to come here. Oh my gosh! You know, there's a lot of so guys play like hell when they hear this, like they, or somebody actually brought a kid straight from the hospital she wanted to come here and the <laughs> same thing it was minus 20 everybody's tired and sore and this kid came straight from the hospital and she, he was okay and he wanted to come here oh, wow. you know the guys hear that they, they cry a little bit and then they play like uh, like world champions for uh, <laughs> another hour <laughs> nice nice. And then they go back to being uh, a bunch of bumps again yeah <laughs> uh, what's the score right now I'm not really sure I, I think the red team is uh, maybe up by uh it's something like 700 to 80 to 730, something like that. Really? There's not as many goals this year. The goalies are really good. <laughs> <laughs> we got, I'm serious. We got some goalies that are like real athletes. They, oh, wow. They stretch and they stretch and they take treatment and they come back again. I, I don't know how the goalies make it. Though. That's great. <laughs> Do you know, you know, I got thinking about this, obviously, in anticipation of talking to you, and I got thinking about, obviously, what you're doing is heroic. And, and you know, most people, I don't think, could do what you're doing. I know I couldn't. Um, but when I think about the officials, for example, mm. uh, you know, who are volunteering their time as well to be there, but they're not scoring any goals. Uh, does anybody, I mean, w- uh, what can you say about them? And, and just as a side question, do they ever call any penalties? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the, the whole thing about volunteers, there's probably about a thousand people who make this whole thing work. And I, I always say playing is the easy part. Like, there's guys who drive a Zamboni every hour for hmm. 250 hours. Wow. And and we had a problem. The Guinness told us 20 hours before face-off that we need four refs instead of two. Mm-hmm. And so they, they put a big rally around Edmonton, and we got 450 calls from people who wanted to help. Wow. And just to be a ref. And and, uh, and they're, they call penalties, and we hope they call. You got a couple minutes off. <laughs> Take a breather. Yeah, yeah, really. There's an unusual amount of high sticking when it's called. That's funny. Yeah. We had an older guy who called it a two-line pass. I thought that was great. That's old-time hockey. <laughs> two-line, a two-line pass. Two-line pass. <laughs> oh, Yoni, well, this is, uh, you know, tip of the hat uh, to you and, and all the guys out there on the ice and to all the volunteers, like hundreds and hundreds of volunteers who oh, yeah. are uh, who are doing this. You still have a long way to go. Another week of playing hockey. Yeah, another week. And we're done. What would you like our listeners to do? How can they help? Oh, just go to the uh, the website. Uh, I think it's fourthlongestgame.ca if I'm not all Alberta Cancer Foundation and find it there and uh, and uh, make a donation if you can. Or better yet, come to the Sacred Acres any time of the day. It's a 24-hour uh, thing. And uh, and there's a, there's a room up upstairs here. It's a great drink house. There's probably 4,000 square foot up there. You can yeah. watch the game more and more. Uh-huh. Or just sit around and... I hang out and, uh, 
and make a donation or yeah, anything what a, you want. What a commitment, you guys, and, and Brent, Brent's sake, starting this uh, so many years ago. I remember the first one. Well, just yeah, I can't um, believe it just keeps going on and on. Thank you for joining us. Stay warm. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. So that's uh, Yoni Niemannen. Yeah, he needed to, uh, he was actually on the bench. On the bench. His shift was coming to an end, or <laughs> about to start again. So I didn't get to ask him the one question oh, I sorry. really, th- that's fine. Like, I, I just wanted to know if he could define goalie interference. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to <laughs> throw that out there. No one in no one in Alberta <laughs> seems to know. Um, if you Google world's longest hockey game, uh, the uh, the page will come up. But you can go to albertacancer.ca slash world's longest hockey game 2018. It's all up there. There's a $2 million fundraising goal this year. $2 million, right now sitting at $243,000. Uh, the latest score, the red team is 551. The white team is 532. Um, and then there's been uh, over uh, about oh, 4,500 shots on net between both teams so far. <laughs> wow. There you go. AlbertaCancer.ca, world's longest hockey game. Good luck, guys. We'll keep you updated on it. Okay. All right, we'll save that one for a little later on in the show. Jordy just texted in and said, hey, those players and everyone involved are two heroes. What a great opportunity to shoot some kind of a documentary. For sure. I'm surprised if someone hasn't done that already. Or think um, about it. Yeah. yeah. Here's, a, here's one for you, guys. It's a story out of Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida. Um, there's a, a woman there. Her name is uh, Tamlin Yotter. She's 25 years old. She works there. And uh, a local church, a mega church, had um, ordered a huge amount of food, like 25 steak dinners, 25 chicken dinners, 25 side orders of potatoes that she said that she had to prepare, getting her out of the uh, the restaurant area so she couldn't get any tips. Yeah. The whole total came to about $730, $735. (laughs) And they didn't tip her. When Mm -hmm. she took everything out to the car, they paid the bill, but they didn't tip her. She went to Facebook, wrote a post, slagging the church for not tipping her. A friend sees the post, calls the church. The church gets involved, turns around and calls the Outback. She gets fired. And the outback comps the church, the church's yeah. the Refunded church's bill them the seven hundred and thirty five dollars. It, it's and not no, nope. it's, it's not exactly as it no, seems it's not. though. Uh, there's more to the story, yep. and in fact, um, the church didn't phone the outback in order to have her fired. They phoned the outback uh, to apologize yeah. to her and make it right because the person they sent was just simply mm-hmm. not authorized to give a tip, and since they're using church funds, they didn't take it upon themselves to do that. So the church actually does not agree with the Outback firing the employee. But the problem is, is that the Outback has a strict policy forbidding workers from posting about customers on social media. And that's why they say she was fired. Right. And many companies, most companies do have a requirement like that. And she's a 25-year-old. I totally get her frustration and especially when you hear the order and you think about it if you haven't worked in uh, restaurant or food preparation before to put together 25 steak dinners 25 chicken dinners 25 side orders of potatoes to get that all staged and remember you can't take your time with this they all got to come out hot right so a lot of people work really hard to make sure that happens so my question is this andrew and my question is this to you chedville do you or do you not tip on takeout? 
I would say that 98% of the time, I do not tip on takeout. Really? I do not. I will say categorically that I tip on takeout 100% of the time. 100%. And the only problem... See, they're just making it. I know, I know, but the the only quandary I have, they're still putting it together and they're still providing service. There's no other service about putting it in a bag and let me carry it out the door. Well, I'd be interested to see what our listeners think, although I suspect I know. Um, (laughs) But I will tell you this, the one problem, one tip sort of quandary I have is for skip the dishes because... The whole idea behind Skip the Dishes is the guy arrives with your food mm. and hands it to you, and there's nothing else to be done, right? It's prepaid. but they So, therefore, they have to ask you in advance for the tip. They get a big cut. And I, But I don't like that because yeah. I don't know that you're yeah. giving me good service yet. I mean, I want it to arrive but, hot and fast, yeah, and then I'll tip you, you for that. you don't know until afterwards. But, I mean, except for making my salad at the salad bar and throwing some chicken in there, there's no other service. That's what you're getting and paid to do. people get their backs up about, you know, you go to buy a sub at Subway uh-huh. and then it says, you know, tip. add tip no. and you're thinking, why would I, yeah. right? I always do though, but never what I would give in a restaurant. Curious to know, Chadville, do you or do you not tip on the takeout and why? The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.